Cyberpunk podcast where we have a very healthy we have a very healthy obsession with Kaiju. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, everyone? So we are here doing a commentary on 1958's classic. Yes, I said the C word, classic. Earth versus the Spider, otherwise known as simply the spider i know those of you listening to the audio podcast can't see it but i'm holding up the blu-ray version of this very movie so um before we get into that um jason i just want to take a few moments here to just talk about um you know the passing of akira takarada as of this recording it's been almost a month since his passing and unfortunately neither one of us uh, like wrote up an article or anything like it uh like a about it on our website or or not even touch upon it in the uh, the last episode or two yeah and and i wished we would have but i i think a large part of it is because the reason why we haven't other than on social media why we haven't really come out and said anything on the podcast and on the website is just i think we're still kind of shocked about this like the the weird thing at least for me about this whole thing was that no kidding. I, I, I'm not kidding when I say this. Like a couple days before he died, I, w- I remember I was lying in bed one night and I was thinking about like the upcoming G-Fest. And I'm like, boy, you know, he's come to a lot of G-Fest in recent years. One of these days, sadly, like he's not going to be able to make it and he's up there in age. He may not be with us one of these days. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few days later, here's this news and I'm like, oh, geez. And, like, well, and well, he was <laughs> – he was announced to go to uh, Pensac- uh, was it the Pensacola Con? Pensacon, uh, yeah, yeah, Pensacon later this year, along with uh, Ben Furuya and I think maybe a couple others. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but I, I, well, King uh, uh, Paccio, King Capaccio, yeah, Ken Satsuma, Ken, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of get get those. Mit, uh, mixed up a bit but uh yeah he was originally supposed to be going to that but uh yeah and and he passed away on the day uh on my birthday which kind of makes it even which means we blame jason for this (laughs) (laughs) along with uh legendary scott hall too which he fortunately passed away on that on that exact same day, too. You're a terrible person, Jason. I just <laughs> want to say that. <laughs> you know what? Shut up. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're not going to spend too much time on it because we could just go down this rabbit's hole of just spending like an hour and a half or better on Takarada. But, um, again, you know, I, I understand he was up there in age, but at the same time, this guy, he was vibrant. He seemed to have a lot of energy. He seemed to have been in good health. Um, but, you know, when you get to be that age, sadly, you're more prone to certain ailments than when you're younger. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I can easily speak for everybody that he was one of the most generous and most kind uh, celebrities you could ever meet. Uh, I posted a picture of Jason. I taken a picture with him. Gosh, it's hard to believe that's going on six years ago I think, now. I think that was um, the second time that we've seen him. That was 2016, yeah, whatever G-Fest that was. Um, yeah. And, um, gosh, that seemed like yesterday, really. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a shock. I, I can't really say more than that other than it's just a shock. And, um, 
you know, we lost someone really good. We didn't just lose a really great actor, but we lost someone who was just a terrific human being as well. And, and um, you, you know, we've all heard stories of people who were very good at whatever it is that they do. But then we, we come to find out in their personal lives or, or when people who met them in person that they were just complete and absolute jerks. And that's not what Takarada was. Takarada was both great at what he did professionally, but also um, socially and, and in his personal life, he just was a terrific human being. I mean, he is someone that the more I got to know him, the more I have wanted to aspire to be him. I have a long ways to go because I'm still very shrill and very much a gigantic ass, but, um, very you know, true. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to think some of it is for comedic purposes, but, um, you know, he's someone I aspire to be. I mean, that's a life well lived. It's not just about what he accomplished professionally. It's, more about the legacy left behind because I guarantee you if he was a jerk, you would have more people saying, okay, really good actor, but man, he was a jerk. Like a lot of people would have a very negative view on him if he was not a kind, caring human being. And he went out of his way to meet fans and to talk to people and all that stuff. And um, to say the least – uh, the world, you know, is going to miss him. I, I mean, you know, the kaiju community, especially because I, I think uh, we're we're the type of niche fan group that is that is going to recognize him probably a little bit more, perhaps at least here in the states. Mm -hmm. And um, it just sucks. Uh, that's all I can really say is that it sucks. I'm still shocked about it, and um, he's going to be missed terribly. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, with that, I know when it comes to G Fest, I know they're probably. I'm hoping that they'll maybe try to do something a little bit oh, special. Oh, they will <laughs> for Takara because I know every year. I think on the second. Um, oh. It's part of the opening ceremonies. I yeah, think they do an in yeah, memoriam. The, yeah, the second night of the opening. I think it's the second night of opening ceremonies before they do the uh, the costume parade. That they always do a slideshow of those that that have uh, passed away uh, from the past year and everything. So hopefully they'll try to do something a little bit more special uh, for him because I know because I think he's more like an honorary member or guest of uh, the whole G-Fest uh, convention yeah, and, there. And this is something I've said many times before the last, I don't know, couple of years at least, that I want to try to get to doing more writing on the site. But as you can see here, I have other priorities that have kind of prevented me from... Well, they uh, won't be able to see that on a screen, so... <laughs> I, yeah children is what i mean yeah. but um <laughs> but um that's definitely been a big part of it um but um, starting this this fall i'm gonna have more time and uh because both kids will be in school like all day um whereas i have one that's still in preschool and so i gotta pick her pick her up like at 11 o'clock each morning um but it's just kind of tough to get in there and do some writing and um but one of the things I would love to do is to write up a piece on Takarada. Um, 
just something to to try to honor uh, him and his legacy at the very least specifically within the kaiju community uh, because that's what we're most familiar with that's what I'm most familiar with and um, you know to try to do something to remember and honor him by and and I don't know when I'm going to get that done or whatever but that's something I would really like to do and and I'm going to push myself to try to work on it and I will let everyone know I will post it like on the social media when I'm done with it and I will mention it on here on the next podcast whenever I get it done um, that I've written it and it's up and and all that. I mean, it's not going to be like an ongoing thing about his life because I don't know a ton about his life, uh, but just kind of talk about some of his roles and kind of what he meant to me, but also gathering some ideas from what I've seen other people write about him, what he's meant to the community as a whole as well. So um, Mm. that's my goal at some point <laughs> you know but and, and i'll just sort of leave it at at this and i can never forget uh kind of our first time going to g fest when he when he was there and uh, i know i was talking with him on and off at various times throughout the convention i can remember one day when we went to the autograph room there you know for obviously get autographs and uh, get pictures with uh, the special guests. And then he turns and looks at me. He's like, Oh, you again. (laughs) I remember he said that to you. Like uh, it was either, I think it might've been the next year when he came, like, like he was stood next to us because we were on an, and we were on an aisle seat and they were coming down one of the sides and they just happened to stop right where we were sitting for a moment before JD introduced Takarada and whoever the other special guests were that year. And he, he saw you and you were like, Oh, Hey, and he's like, you again. Like, I did it again. So, <laughs> he remembered you. And I was like, of course he'd remember you. You're the, you're the biggest jerk around. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Takarada son. It's um, uh, gotten less bright. But mm-hmm. to try to make it brighter on our end, we are going to do an audio commentary on Earth versus the Spider, aka the Spider. That's the last time I'm going to be doing that whole thing. I will be using both <laughs> terms interchangeably over the course of this commentary. Um, a couple of words, at least from me, uh, about this before we get going. I've seen this movie two, if not three times, and I love this movie. I absolutely <laughs> love it. To me, The Spider is one of those movies that w- of when you think about sort of um, schlocky science fiction horror films from this era, like this is one of the, the penultimate movies in, in that category when you think about that sort of thing and for good reason um and i would argue too the spider and i don't think jason's seen it but i would say argue this about the spider is it schlocky yeah up to a point however i will say it's a lot better than people give it credit for the effects work and the acting are better than I would argue most of the movies you're going to find from the same era. This is certainly better than the giant Gila monster. I will say that unequivocally. Um, 
it's a better movie, and and there's a reason why this movie has sort of stayed within the um, the American sort of pop culture zeitgeist in the backdrop for so many years. Part of it, yeah, kind of cheesy, schlocky in the eyes of a lot of people, but there there's a lot of competent work done here as well, and not to mention it's immensely entertaining as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys will see that as we go through this. Um, and I think a lot of people, and I think even Jason, who, again, I don't think has seen this, I think will be pleasantly surprised as to how competent, actually how much good and fun this is. And I would – anybody who is a fan of this movie either now or will be at the end of this commentary, I suggest you pick up the Blu-ray version of uh, this of this movie there are a lot of wonderful features on here one of which is an audio commentary by ted newsome um on the film it is just fantastically uh, informative and a lot of fun to listen to uh it also includes the mystery science theater 3000 episode of them covering this movie um and then there's a still gallery of rare photos and then of course usually your your trailers uh but this is definitely something to pick up if you are a fan uh, of this movie or are becoming one at the end of this commentary. Yeah, I think I haven't actually seen the movie itself. Probably the closest I've ever seen is maybe uh, some from the MST3K uh, iteration. But uh, I will just interrupt you just for one sec. I think we've <laughs> – I'm just saying this because I think it's sort of important. I think we've all seen at least bits and parts of this in American pop culture through various movies and TV shows over the years uh, because there are certain clips that have popped up in other places. So, And and I was just kind of uh, – was it browsing through as far as uh, uh, on this movie goes? And apparently uh, Bert I. Gordon – uh, the person who directed this film, I noticed that uh, he also did uh, Beginning of the End, which I know and I've seen all of it uh, a few times on the MST3K. That's the one where they had the giant grasshoppers and stuff mutate from uh, atomic radiation and all that. So, so I'm a bit familiar with uh, his work, and I think um, he did the Cyclops. He did. He did. He did. King Dinosaur, Empire of the Ants. Don't watch King Dinosaur. <laughs> awful movie. <laughs> I saw that on Amazon Prime like a year ago. It's awful. <laughs> so, so it seems like those uh, are kind of the few of his works that um, he has done. Um, but yeah, I haven't really. I know I've heard of Earth vs. Spider or the Spider, and then there's another uh, title for it. It's just a uh, giant in place between the the and Spider. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to uh, look forward into this. Uh, the only thing that I'll say is, with me seeing the beginning of the end. Um, at least a few times. Um, I probably will be at least in the middle of the road, not to have t- 
too low of an expectation or too high of an expectation, just kind of go into it with a middle of the road uh, type of mindset. Here's what I def- – I'm almost willing to bet $1,000 that this is what's going to happen by the time we get done watching this movie. I am almost willing to bet you will like this a heck of a lot more than beginning of the end. Beginning of the end, when I first saw it, like the first handful of times, I didn't care for it. I kind of laughed at it. Now I love it, and part of the reason why I love it is because I have this newfound love of these classic uh, – you know, B movie sci fi horror films. But part of it too is I do love schlock now, classic schlock, that is. Um, so there's something about the schlockiness of the schlock <laughs> that I like. Um, Today's word, everyone, is schlock. <laughs> brought to you by the letter S. <laughs> and with the number S H L O C K six. Um, I bet you will like this a lot more than beginning to the end when we get to the end of this film. So with that being said, um, what we are doing is because Jason doesn't own the Blu-ray of this film, we are watching it via YouTube, and we are using a provider called Safe House Horror. We are at the 16-second mark on this video simply because the provider of this um, movie has their own introductory type of, of um, credit sequence at the end uh, at the beginning and so we're 16 <laughs> minutes in where the American International picture logo is just getting ready to zoom into full view yep. so if you don't own the movie and you want to watch it via YouTube that's where we're at okay mm-hmm. so um do you have anything else you need to cover before we get going here? Uh, I would just say that uh, if you haven't uh, subscribed to us yet, uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button down below uh, on YouTube or wherever you're uh, watching us from. Uh, right now, we're currently streaming live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and DLive. And we, we also have audio versions of all uh, of our podcast at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And uh, you can uh, find us at our own website. Uh, both uh, the uh, video and audio can be found there at uh, com. All right. So for those of you who have not joined us before on a commentary, um, what we are going to do is we're going to count down from three. We're going to go three, two, one, go. When I say go, that's when we hit uh, select or play on our devices here. So are you ready, Jason? I am ready. All right. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. Ah, Good old American International Pictures. (laughs) I was just about to say that. All right, so I mean, I'm I'm serious about that too. (laughs) I'm going to turn over to the commentary cam, so you won't see our ugly faces. Do you see two familiar names there? James Nicholson and Samuel Arkoff. They helped bring in uh, U.S. versions of Mothra vs. Godzilla and Monster Zero. I guess I haven't really paid much attention. To the credits, so. Well, you should. Why don't you? <laughs> you got this wonderful uh, spider's web, and it slowly zooms in, gives you sort of a, a 
decent creepy vibe. Again, just um, Shirley just Falls. amazingness. <laughs> Bird Eye Gordon, once again. Large or small human. I think he also did Attack of the Puppet People, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, he did, because I just saw that here. Good movie, too. If you haven't seen that, I got the Blu-ray of that. <laughs> buy the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> buy the shit. Buy, buy, buy. Oh, get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's bad. Remember that, Now, folks. isn't that cool? <laughs> you don't see this spider in the web until you get close enough which means that they did a wonderful job of when they illustrated the spider web of kind of making it a part of the web well you kind of you sort of see it as the credits go on but it's just <laughs> sort of you know glowing like it is currently boy there's some hot steamy roads my lady in the tractor which one going for a midnight snack (laughs) going to local burger king gonna make it great that's pizza hut oh well they both make it great maybe in and out i don't know and you know darn well with that he gonna die Boy, that's a that's a bit gruesome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I calling me. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on this podcast before, but I love 1950s and 60s aesthetics. I love how like little towns look. I love how homes look, cars, you know, knickknacks, etc. Even the clothing style. Yeah. Although the movies kind of make it a, a little bit too clean. <laughs> they they do. I'm not going to lie. Look, look, if you were a minority in America in the 50s and 60s, it sucked. I'm not going to lie. But like in terms of the aesthetics of how things looked, I love it. I love the style. Mm-hmm. Daddy-o. <laughs> <laughs> With the slick back hair, uh, leather Greasers. jackets and jeans. <laughs> Stephen King wrote about him a number of times in his earlier uh, novels and short stories. He hated greasers. That's why he always killed them. (laughs) Also sort of reminds me of the like a uh, Back to the uh, Future, future type yeah. of uh, movie. When I first saw this movie, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, hey, it's George McFly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of has McFly. <laughs> yeah, kind of has that vibe to it. Now, stick your hands between these rods. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star without shedding a tear. <laughs> and not screaming and shitting your pants. <laughs> the uh, the first two maybe the the last one no <laughs> yes i'm still mad at you i'm gonna slap the bitch out of you <laughs> i think it's the other way around but okay <laughs> <laughs> that's what that what makes it funny 
I'm going to withhold sex from you. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> you ain't rubbing this gigantic tonight. <laughs> Pay up or your dad's car gets it. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Brings out a baseball bat and like... <sighs> What are you deciding here? <laughs> that guy seems a little bit old to be a high school student. <laughs> well, that's how it usually is. Like, even in movies no. today, people the guy, in their 20s and 30s end up, um, you know, playing high schoolers. Do I look short in this car? <laughs> Let me take off the legs I lost <laughs> in a betting accident. <laughs> Wait a minute, a betting accident? Yeah, I bet my uh, leg from the knee down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ads? Really? <sighs> I got ads coming up. Do you? Nope. So where are you at exactly? What uh, six thirty-four. I'm at six twenty-seven twenty-eight. You pause for like two seconds or something. I'm at six thirty-four here. Six thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. <laughs> we're we're not gonna sync up, but that there's dumb ads on YouTube here. We were in let's, such a groove. Now I'm mad. <laughs> hey, let's play tug of war with this. This is some long umbilical cord. I wonder if it's a hippo, the hippopononymous. <laughs> Ew, it's all sticky. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I knew something like that was gonna come up. I've got a new cup I've got a new frosting for that cupcake. <laughs> God. That's when, hey, you know, what happened to your old man? Yeah, he got killed. <laughs> that's, that's a nice way of putting it. Oh, it's a chocolate bar. Chocolate diamonds. That'd be funny if she thought it was candy and tried eating it. <laughs> it was like expensive diamonds or something like that. Yes, I understand there are pearls there, too. Don't knock me. Oh, I'm going to knock you. Take your time. I, I will say one thing, you know, about movies like this. They try to make it out to be some sort of mystery, but we, the audience, already know what's going on and what's happening. By the way, a preview of what's to come with the Ultra 7 that we're going to cover here in a few weeks as of this recording. Um, which kind of stinks because we, as the audience, are now just waiting for the characters to catch up. 
So that that's yeah, it's not the greatest writing in the world, but you know, if you can provide some sort of entertainment along the way, I'm willing to let it go. Boy, this truck is pretty good to sell the salvage, dude. <laughs> you can't just sell my dad's car. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, they've gone back to the planet of dinosaurs. I'm glad you thought of that because I was about ready to go there if you were not speaking up there. <laughs> I was ready for the synth music to, you know. This is the prequel. First there came the spider, then there came the dinosaurs. <laughs> Why would someone put up a no trespassing on a cave? Like, to me, I would be like, look, whoever owns this land is hiding something very valuable or important in that cave. Let's go look. <laughs> or something that they don't want anyone to find out. What do you kids think of the movie so far? Okay, well, from a four year old and a seven year old, we think the movie so far is good. <laughs> I just have to say this too like especially over the last couple of years living under a pandemic and all that I have spent a lot of my time visiting and revisiting movies like this and I have to say these provide me anyways a lot of comfort like, I just love stuff. Like, I don't care if they're stupid in any way, shape, or form, or schlocky. Most movies, not every movie here is great, but a lot of the movies kind of from this era, I just love so much. And it's provided me a lot of hours of just being able to escape from crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what kind of cave that this is located. Well, um, some of the, the cave here are paintings. Like here, I don't know if you can tell, like some well, of the foreground stuff is a painting. Well, I can see the the, uh, the mat right. painting. But it seems like some Again, of it could be real the way it looked. By the Blu-ray. I It's been a while, though, since I listened to the commentary. It was like, I think last spring I listened to the commentary, but the uh, commentator... Um, talks about it. I think most of this was, was built. This one here would obviously be built. <laughs> Go away! Not here! It'd be funny if it's called the movie The Ghost of Dad. <laughs> The ghost of Daddy-O. My son's really <laughs> getting into it. He's like, hurry up, something's going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a, it's, it's just a rock. <laughs> Good thing. Good thing I wasn't there. Would have hit you, but I would have been okay. <laughs> you would have been impaled, but I would have been fine. <laughs> you would have been writhing and, you know, jitterbugging in pain, and I would have been like... 
but with this, I would say 90% being made, I'd say that they would have done, that they've done a pretty good job with the detail of as far as making it look realistic right, as far yeah. as the cave. Yeah. I mean, for a movie that is apparent, apparently schlock, I mean, already, I can tell you, it's winning you over. <laughs> and with a budget of $100,000, they... Well, let's see here. Let me do calculations here. Inflation calculator. This reminds me of another podcast I listen to where they do inflation calculations. <laughs> okay, 1958. Let's see. Okay, you knew that there was a cliff right there. <laughs> that was 100,000. It would just be under a million for today's budget. So, yeah, I mean, that's still pretty decent. That was kind of a fake yell in the way how she did it. <laughs> Look, listen here. Are you expecting Oscar award-winning performance this year? Yes, absolutely. Well, it's your fault because of your expectations. <laughs> My son over here, he's kind of going, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> he's repeating it. <laughs> I love the music, by the way. This seems like a good place to stay. There it is. Our lovely host, an <laughs> eight-legged freak. <laughs> I like how the spider apparently I think has some weird screech to it, but I'm willing to let that go. It's Kamonga, it's, dude. It's the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. It'd be like, ah, it's the 50s. And then like 60 years from now, be like listening to us and be like, ah, it's the 2020s. <laughs> let them have their fun. Kamonga's going to attack. This to me looks like it came from Home Depot. Boy, it's some kind of very strange hair. Of the pubic kind. <laughs> Her name was Marsha. Marsha the, the menacing... Marcia I the can't figure out anything else that would be. Marsha the Martian Manhunter. Pubic <laughs> <laughs> hair was dangerously long. <laughs> and she was alien because no one has hair that long in the nether regions. Checkmate. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> The guy playing the sheriff here, I, I don't know the actor's name, and I would remember it if, um, you know, someone told it to me. But he's played in a lot of uh, sci-fi movies of this period. I believe he was also in um, Earth okay. versus the Flying Saucers. He sort of looks like um, uh, Gary Busey in the face. Oh, don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then his deputy kind of looks like uh, Toby Maguire. <laughs> Toby Maguire. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the face too because it kind of looks like <laughs> similar features. because you can't look like someone until you look like it in the face otherwise you're just comparing body parts <laughs> what do you think sheriff body parts all over well that looks like the left butt cheek of Tobin Maguire <laughs> I can't do all that shit because I'm Gary Busey. How you doing, Gary Busey? I don't know. How are you? Doing good, Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to ram in. All right. You talk about something that's being outdated now. Let's let's have ourselves a drinking party here. <laughs> Don't trip. <laughs> It'd be funny one of them trip and like the gun like went off and it like went <laughs> underneath his chin through his head or something like that or ricocheted and like hit someone else and like <laughs> oh man this truck could be good to sell to the salvage dude that's what I just what said earlier what is it earlier. with everybody in the salvage company here <laughs> are you all hicks yeah now we got more now reinforcements for the plane of dinosaurs <laughs> My daughter's saying, guys, don't go in there. And son's saying, guys, says no trespassing. Don't go in there. <laughs> Even kids follow the rules better than cops do. <laughs> well, sometimes cops can just override the law. You know how you, you want to know how you know you're in a 50s sci-fi horror film? People think they can uh, they can solve everything by bringing a lot of guns <laughs> and gas masks. <laughs> the kids are really getting into it, <laughs> and this is a 1958 movie. <laughs> this predates them by an awful lot. <laughs> By nearly 60 years, almost 60 years for the younger one. <laughs> well, predates us by about 30 or so years. Uh, damn, now you made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 30 years. <laughs> then it wouldn't be a spider. Guys are knuckleheads. Like, 
They're, they're part of the movie. They're supposed to talk. What are you talking about? Just like every video game, you gotta have bats. Oh gosh, really? We're gonna try to shoot a bat? Give me some bat soup. We're afraid of a bat. <laughs> well, there's your dinner. Looks like a fluff ball. You know, I had forgotten that part. <laughs> I kind of want this cop dead now. <laughs> Not Gary Busey. Yes, Gary Busey. <laughs> Miss Nami, what the hell was that? Gosh, I love that so much. I know so many people hate it, but I'm like, dude, you cannot be taking yourself seriously. It's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to scream just for the fun of it. See? You knew. Yeah. Imagine me being that. Imagine if you saw me that way. That's why you don't call it a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Now we can fuck on your hair. What? Because I got goon. Because I'm a cop. <laughs> and I got a tractor at home that says John Deere. I think I'm qualified. <laughs> Don't trip. There's a cliff. <laughs> what? No! <laughs> <laughs> nah, shut up. <laughs> Let's light this place up. <laughs> Get lit. <laughs> Snoop Dogg would say, probably. <laughs> All right, it's time, time to do a surprise party for the spider. He's going to love this. I would love to see a, um, like a horror movie where... <laughs> They scare the monster to death. Like, they scare it so bad it has a heart attack. <laughs> what a role reversal. <laughs> Just uh, get M. Night Shyamalan to do it. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalamadon. Yeah. <laughs> Makes movies about killer grass. And all the twist and turn kind of movies. By the way, like Bruce Willis, dude, you talk about like M. Night Shyamalan movies and Bruce Willis and The Sixth Sense, man. You hear about that? About him. Bruce Willis? Uh, well, I heard that he's uh, 
retired from acting. Yeah, because he's got like really bad dementia or something like that. Like it's really sad. Kamunga's attacking. That's from the channel, the YouTube channel. Shoot a skeleton, I mean, not a skeleton, a spider in the butt. Boy, only a few little bullets sure <laughs> really took out that spider. I forgot to mention to you too, Jason, this is an uberly short movie. <laughs> I mean, we're like 25 minutes in. It's all right, honey. I'm not talking about that kind of gas, if you know what I mean. Dutch ovens. <laughs> yeah, it's too much work. Can you imagine being in something like this and delivering dialogue like that? <laughs> well, some of these people have done it, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, could you do it with a straight face without taking up everyone's time and having to take how many takes to do it? <laughs> take 97. Now, Jason, get it right. <laughs> Now, on the Blu-ray, um, let me get the guy's name here, Ted Newsom. I thought that's what it was, but I want to double-check. He goes into wonderful detail about this particular sequence here as far as how they got the composite shots of the spider, how they did all that to make it look like an actual spider is sitting there. I mean, even in the year 2022, this still looks really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in my collection. Exquisite, exquisite. Yes, since I have glasses on, I can say the word exquisite. <laughs> can you say indubitably? Indubitably. No, indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> I'm better than you, doll. Oh. 
I find it funny that they put the spider inside the high school gymnasium. <laughs> you know, I was just going to say something related to the gym <laughs> earlier. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's only one way to find out. Atomic energy. <laughs> I want to see this creature live. No Dr. Frankenstein. I mean Dr. Porter. Everyone thought I was playing dead. This is a muscular con contraction. Oh, I bit my leg off. That's eh, just a muscular contraction. But it it's took my watch. That's eh, a muscular contraction. <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying, but I just felt like crying. Hello, delivery man. I'd like to order a pepperoni pizza to go. Awesome that, uh, oh, at the theater, they're referencing some of, uh, Gordon's, uh, movies there. Yep. <laughs> By the way, Attack of the Puppet People is still a good movie. Amazing Colossal Man's pretty good. Or the Colossal Beast is good, too. At the strip club. 
<laughs> Do you got any pennies? I got quarters. Ah, you kids these days. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Liam Nielsen. I forget. Uh, Ted Ted Newsom was talking about this uh, actor here in the in the dark shirt, and I think this guy is like in his forties, and he's playing a high school. Yeah, that's why I was saying. I think that's the guy that I saw earlier in the movie. Is like this guy seems a little bit old to be a high schooler. I mean, even even in the movie, he looks like he's forty. Like he, they're they're not fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will find you. The kids won't have a blast if we don't swing solid. Boy, I love the 50s. <laughs> Daddy-o. Daddy-o, get all swinging and solid and shit. This guy, too, also played an attack of the puppet people. Them's fighting words. Oh, you called me a monster. Well, I guess I'll just open this door up for you. Y'all be square now, y'all. <laughs> they be fast and we be slow. I mean, other way around. <laughs> Gotta love the 50s, man. I mean, the lingo and just <laughs> the pop culture attitude. Just, man, we they, they can't swing solid. <laughs> I gotta swing solid. <laughs> Dude, they can't, they just can't be square. Boy, we're we're pretty upset, so we can't go in there and get our instruments. Even though there's a giant spider that's threatening a lot of people, at least uh, they think was. Come on, guys, let's serenade the spider here. I love it. <laughs> oh, I guess the, of course, he's uh, the, the conductor. He's got to stick his butt out and like. Let's have ourselves a dance off. <laughs> he's swinging everything but his chest and his abdominal region. <laughs> <laughs> I love the 50s, dude. I mean, stuff like this, 
again, it's so goofy and cheesy, but <laughs> it's so entertaining as well. Hey, wait a minute. You're supposed to be the conductor. Dance moves. You, in order for to be a female to dance, you got to have a skirt that goes down, you know, about your calves, and you got to make it to where, as you twirl, it swings out. And then, if you're a guy, you just kind of have to. You know, the one thing here is that we see the spider starting to move. You think one of these guys that's kind of facing where the spider is. <laughs> You're thinking too much. <laughs> I'm not thinking too much. It's just... <laughs> yeah. You know what your problem is, Jason? You think too much. <laughs> I mean, it's just basic common sense. <laughs> I know. I like that spider scream. Uh, I think that was just the guy that I was screaming. <laughs> That'd be funny if that was. <laughs> Kamunga's knocking down the wall. Yes. Some some good miniature work there. Open up the door, you're next to a door. <laughs> That's another thing about mov- movies from this era. A lot of stupid people. But then again, though, too, they return in the 80s with slasher movies. There's a lot of dumb people in every decade. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, the scariest part isn't the slasher, the monster. It's just how stupid everybody is. Attack of the stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I shot it in the butt a few times. It should be dead. Gary Busey does not approve of this. I'm Gary Busey, and I hate spiders. (laughs) I hate to tell you, dude, but that baby don't look like you. (laughs) I'm taking this to Murray. (laughs) Nancy, is this my child? Well, uh, you... Plant. <laughs> it's a plant plant. Plant 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 plant. That, plant high, that high school looks more like a courthouse than it does a high school. <laughs> yeah, that'll Take work. A boo. You think you killed me? I'm coming back for revenge, son. Other than other than scaring the monster, another thing that I would like to see kill the monster is like poison ivy. Like it's got to itch to death. We came close to something like that in Yongari, but you know, not quite. <laughs> 
He's getting his own. He getting his own. You can tell he's not really trying his best to help out the cop. Oh crap! Now he is. Sirens are going off, and everyone's still doing things as usual. They're right there next to the plant. The spider should be right there, and yet people, like... (laughs) You're thinking too much, Kent. You know what my problem is, Jason? I think too much. (laughs) There, finally, the thing's going to be coming around here. You see Attack of the Puppet people on the uh, theater there? (laughs) That's your fault. Don't wear skirts. You would just open up the door via the latch there. Problem solved. (laughs) Attack of the stupid people, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) He got back to the office pretty quickly. Get off the streets and run into the cave. He'll meet you there. (laughs) The standoff is canceled. (laughs) My high noon standoff with Bert Shibbity-Doo is off for the day. (laughs) There's a giant spider. (laughs) Let me tell you, though, what was going to happen. I was going to kick him square in the nuts. He was going to drop over and I was going to dick him. (laughs) DDT. Boy, uh, you know, this is really dating itself. Well, because a lot of things have dated. No, but like DDT got outdated in the 60s somewhere. Liberty Ice. (laughs) The Ice of Freedom. (laughs) Get your Liberty Ice. (laughs) It's the one that the Statue of Liberty herself uses. If if you like our liberty ice, try our freedom fries. Can you imagine the honeymoon that that couple just went on? <laughs> Boy, that, that's quite the honeymoon. Because it looks like they had quite the party. The spider was like, look, dude, this kid's screaming too much. I'm not taking the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't taking responsibility. This is a child, dude. <laughs> the spider the spider's above that. <laughs> Maple Street. Do you think the monsters are due? On Maple Street? It's a Twilight Zone episode. 
they don't seem too scared. Because they didn't get the message. is actually crying <laughs> this lady's actually scared I should be too <sighs> yeah let's go out <laughs> where the spider is you imagine the trauma that child had to go through oh yeah that's smart let me tell you so is he just even his family there, he hits it in the butt and leaves. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he he just tapped the butt and left. He's the president of Captain That Ass. I'm beating you, Spidey. pretty clean streets for a spider that just went through. Hey, isn't that the House of the Monsters there? Uh, it could be because this definitely looks like a back lot. Boy, he sure did quite the damage. <laughs> Which it didn't even look like it with. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, why are these people keep on calling me? Who am I, a cop? Oh. <laughs> but you ain't certified. We supposed to keep that on the down low. Stop trespassing through that cave. <laughs> <laughs> My son's getting upset about people keep going back to the cave. <laughs> he see, he's got a smart solution. Just keep out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, you jerk. You big idiot. <laughs> but I mean well, but you being stupid. <laughs> a Wait, bracelet you from your daddy is different from getting a bracelet from your lover. say boy is her opening that large but <laughs>
Oh boy, my chocolate pearls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, looks like I'm going to be hunting some spiders now. Planet of the Dinosaurs T-Rex versus the spider. Go. Yeah, probably T-Rex. Really? That spider's pretty large. <laughs> Look, I love T-Rex as much as anybody, but this spider... <laughs> <laughs> Quip. <laughs> so let me guess we're talking about a time in which animal uh, activists were not on the set to verify the proper treatment of animals I just like the sound effect <laughs> I know No, you get it. Why? Because you're fat and you need the exercise. And I'm Gary Busey. <laughs> the cop from earlier in the movie. Because the blood was drained by the spider. How are you able to do that? This is America. You can buy anything. <laughs> Why use dynamite when we got nuclear? Saddam and nuclear weapons. We're going to use them to kill that damn spider. <laughs> Nice to know you're being a proper, uh, you know, citizen. <laughs> Daddy-o. Daddy-o. We use circular instead of a square. Isn't that the monsters? Uh... Famous monsters of Filmland or something. Yeah. wonder what it shows on the cover there. I can't really tell. It looks like Frankenstein's monster. That's sort of what I was thinking, but... That, to me, definitely looks like a Frankenstein's monster. Something was kind of also telling me the... Uh, 
the opera guy from Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, just the Phantom. Yeah. Cave spooky. It's driving driving my son nuts that people keep going back to the cave. <laughs> well, they aren't going back. They've just been at the cave for a long time. I know. While. It's driving him nuts, though. <laughs> then. <laughs> so you got your pearls, so why don't you guys go? She's smarter than you, dummy. <laughs> Why is she hanging out with you? Too stupid to have a girl like that. <laughs> That's what her daddy would say if he were alive. <laughs> and what, son? You're too stupid to be with my girl. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> there you not. You're standing there. You're standing there wishing you were smarter, and you realize, oh, crap, I'm not. I'm going to have to rely on her, but I'm going to have to try to figure out a way to turn it around and make it seem like that she found the way out, even though that I did. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's too smart for me. My brain hurts. (laughs) Oh, no. I think I'm starting to get a headache. (laughs) Ah, I'm bleeding out of my ears. By the way, for first timers, we do this all the time. We love these movies. We just like having fun. We crack jokes. (laughs) George Weston was here. It took took you that long to realize there was a body there? seems like a lot of people have really easy blind spots even when it's right in front of them when it comes to classic uh 50 sci-fi horror movies and 80 slasher movies yes (laughs) (laughs) he turned into darth vader it's not your fault that he was your father and you went to the dark side. It was the Metachlorians. And Luke was a whiny little bitch, too. So like... <laughs> Have some gum. That'll make you feel better. It's a candy bar, dude. Didn't you hear? <laughs> yeah, that's going to sustain you for like 15 minutes. <laughs> If, at least if you chewed gum and swallowed it, it probably would be okay for a while and make you feel full for longer. <laughs> Here comes the army. Yeah, that's an army I wouldn't trust. <laughs> <laughs> that's an army that is under-equipped. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
He's just directing people. He's standing there with a gun. He's like, eh, eh, wave him through. You know, <laughs> we're not even trying to do anything. Let's light this joint. Let's get lit. Let me tell you. Yeah, let's get stuck on purpose. Let's get stuck and die together, like Romeo and Juliet. I mean, I mean, they died together. They weren't necessarily stuck. I mean, unless maybe Romeo felt that he was stuck with Juliet, which I mean could be a possibility, but we'll never know because Shakespeare ain't here. <laughs> time is for sure. It's gonna die. <laughs> We're gonna have some roast spider tonight. Knowing some of these people, some of them would go in in the aftermath and take parts of that, you know, home and barbecue it. <laughs> <laughs> I got the thorax. I got the gigantic butt. Yeah, you would take the butt. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> You always like big butts, don't you? <laughs> Just because my wife, I mean, damn you. <laughs> damn it, you got me. <laughs> There's no more sign, Lincoln, so we don't have to worry about the sign anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that sign is destroyed, then you can no longer say it's trespassing. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I don't trust that guy. That guy looks like he like washes his underwear like once every three months. So I don't trust him. <laughs> flat shelf that's rock well it's called you know like a shelf oh you mean a plateau like what we heard in planet of dinosaurs so many times sure <laughs> i just like to sound dumb at times you know <laughs> i subscribe to the dumb times <laughs> on the dumb channel out on the dumb time The dummy post. <laughs> My favorite section is you big dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
get that guy greased up. Yeah, let's let him do all the work. Not bad by way of play to go. What if you stick more men in that hole, you numb nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, but we got plenty to go. It's like, what if you're that guy in the hole? I'd be looking up and be like, listen here, fatty. Like, <laughs> okay, if, if there was supposed to be that heavy rocks and stuff piled on top of you, you've been dead. <laughs> I mean, well, it's just common. Is Jason? You think too much. <laughs> but it's just common sense. <laughs> well, it's not common sense if it ain't common. <laughs> That'd be funny if, like, a gigantic cartoon boulder fell on him, and they're like, "Eh, Carol, you okay?" And then an even bigger one. Eh, you doing okay, Carol? And then a planet falls on top of him, Carol. I'm feeling good. <laughs> that poor guy, like he, the, this fatty here, is complaining that they have a long ways to go, and they only have one guy down there. And I'm like, dude, then get your stupid ass down there, and you help dig or get other people do it. Well, at least he's getting his. At least he's getting his ass down there. <laughs> Just only to put dynamite. <laughs> we got a long ways to go. It's like there's one person here and you're wanting to dig like 15 feet. Of course it's going to take a while. <laughs> one plus 15 feet equals duh, going to take too long. It's <laughs> going <laughs> okay, but we got a long way to go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Such stupidity. <laughs> That was a boom boom. A boom bomb. That poor guy's still digging. <laughs> See? Everybody's out there watching. He's the only guy doing anything. <laughs> that's all that's left of him. Ashes. <laughs> you goaties! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. You gotta love the 50s monsters that roar that shouldn't. <laughs> 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 
Although, I guess, technically, when you look at Jaws the Revenge, that was, what, late 80s, and they had the shark roar in that one, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny movie if you haven't seen it. It's been years. I've seen parts of it, I think. You need to see the whole thing. (laughs) You are missing out. watch there's going to be an edge of this thing that'll just probably collapse like what happened to nyla and planet of dinosaurs yeah <laughs> that movie keeps coming back <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> see what i tell you <laughs> and you haven't seen this before <laughs> i mean when it comes to those sort of scenes in these times yeah there's going to be something like that's happening. It's standard fare. Like, you can't be a typical 50s, 60s sci-fi horror movie without some type of ledge collapsing on you at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's about time someone else helps him. Fatty McFat. That's not a whole lot of effort. Dude, you suck. We broke through through and I did it. Like, of course he's going to take all the credit. (laughs) This guy who dug 17 feet down and then he does five little hits with the pickaxe and... I'm going to act like a greaser. <laughs> Daddy-o. Oh, Gary Busey's going down, too. He's been pretty worthless throughout much of this movie. It'd been funny, It'd be funny if, uh, as soon as he yelled, like the ceiling collapsed on him. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be funny, like uh, when he's going down, part of the uh, the steps on the ladder broke, and then he falls down <laughs> on his back, <laughs> and he gets caught, and like his ankle breaks, like on the ladder, and he's like, ah! <laughs> and then they just decide, well, you know what we do to racehorses. <laughs> <laughs> And then you hear Vin Diesel's voice, and it says, For family. <laughs> Kapow. <laughs> now, here we're getting a sequence that has been pretty famous for showing up in various clips of movies and shows over the years since this movie's inception. 
It was even in an episode of the old Muppet Babies, I remember. Hmm. I know it's been a long time since we've seen those. <clears throat> and stick the rod up your rectum. Similar to the Black Scorpion, where if you've seen that movie, that's that uh, insect's got a strange little roar and cry too. monster no we didn't he shoves him off <laughs> I was the monster this entire time <laughs> and then he looks at the camera and he goes twist <laughs> with a twist Got flannel hat on. I kind of I sharded a little. Funny if he pushed the sheriff down there. Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hamburger for a month. <laughs> well, that is the end. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, crap. Of <laughs> the spider. So, Jason, because you're the one who has not seen this before, what are your thoughts on the spider? Uh, my thoughts on this, I think it's uh, it's pretty decent uh, for your uh, typical uh, 1950s uh, sci-fi uh, horror flick, you know, it kind of, still kind of reminded me a little bit of a beginning of the end, but I think it's, uh, excuse me, I'd say it's a bit better. 
uh, See, than I that told one. you. <laughs> uh, I so. told you you'd like this more than that. <laughs> well, I think, too, the, the story for it, I think uh, it's a little bit better and it's seems to be a little bit more focused than uh, that particular movie. It doesn't reach for the stars, so to speak, as beginning and the end, but at the same time, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that beginning of the... I mean, I don't know. Beginning of the end kind of knew what it was, and so does this movie, but this one tries to purposefully limit itself to not go overboard, <laughs> I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Um, yeah, as far as this one, I would at least uh, suggest watching it for the first time. I would say, uh, if it's something that's kind of up your alley or something, I would say see it probably on YouTube before uh, purchasing it on Blu-ray or something like that, because I know Blu-ray is going to be a little bit expensive. But, uh, yeah, I think this, uh, this one would be, uh, at least a nice, uh, uh, watch for the first time before if you want to uh, dive in and get in it for your collection. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because it's on YouTube, you can watch it for free whenever you want, um, and that's great. But if you're like me and you like having physical media, you like actually owning the movies and occasionally getting some uh, special features, uh, then I would definitely suggest getting the Blu-ray. This is pro- produced by Scream Factory, basically Shout Factory, more or less. Um, and yeah, I mean, for for me personally, this is, um, you know, without a doubt. Uh, oh, this is a reversible jacket. I just found that out. <laughs> I've owned this for like two years. See, look, it says the spider here. And then on this side. Oh, there you go. Which one, which one are you going to go with? I might have to do Earth versus the Spider. <laughs> That's what I grew up with. I'll, I'll save you for later. But um, again, like I said at the top of this podcast, I am a fan of this movie. Look, it's not the greatest thing you're going to see in the world, but I think in terms of movies like this during the era – I think it is a little bit better than that. To me, it's not absolute schlock. It, it it has some schlocky elements to it, but it's not consistent throughout. Um, it's just a really fun movie. I, like I was talking about at one point during this podcast, because of the crap we've been through with the pandemic over the last two years, time and time again, I've gone to movies such as Earth versus the Spider and so many other movies from this era um, – you know, it's been great to just sort of escape for a while, just to sort of forget the crap that is out there, um, you know, right now. And this is fun. Look, I-, I will admit, this is in many ways not a good movie, but in many ways it's so much better than what its reputation uh, has been given. And I just think it, it's – look, and I've seen Tarantula. Tarantula is a pretty good movie too. And this one I think I would maybe prefer over Tarantula. Granted, Tarantula I've only seen once. Um, I did really like it, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll have to uh, cover that um, here at some point here shortly um, to maybe get me to f- figure out whether or not I think which one is better. But um, – this is fun. I mean, it's it's 
it's stupid fun. And I've always said this. I've been saying this for years on this podcast. The first thing I look for in a movie is can you entertain me? And if you can do that, you've you've won me over. If you've entertained me, that's it. Yeah, I'll still maybe nitpick you or whatever on a few things, but by and large, you've passed. And that's what this movie does. And even then on the technical standpoint in terms of most of the acting, most of the effects work, cinematography, etc., it passes. I mean, if I were you, to me, this is definitely worth checking out. I mean, if you are a fan of um, you know classic horror sci-fi films and stuff like that, this is definitely worth checking out if you haven't done so already. Yeah, and uh, the sets and everything, uh, particularly when it comes to the cave, I'd. They've done a pretty good job to making it look realistic in a way. I mean, and, even the matte stuff, yeah. Yeah, and some of the uh, the foreground uh, matte overlays for those particular scenes and stuff is uh, uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, sure. The, the The interesting thing is I didn't know a lot of that foreground matte stuff was matte work until I listened to the commentary track here at some point last year, and I'm like – you know what? Like when I look closer at it, I go, you're right. That was Matt. I mean, just the level of detail and stuff for even a movie that in today's money, you know, is just under a million dollars. I mean, a lot of your typical modern horror films are made for like 10 ish million or so. I mean, this is made for just under a million in today's money. That tells you something. The level of craftsmanship and care that went into this. Make fun of it, if you will, but there's a lot of good here. I mean, yeah, it's very it's very 50s, and that's one of the things I love about it, too. I mean, we made fun of it, especially during that dance sequence. I mean, it just, it's just – it's very typical of the, of the times, and that's mm-hmm. amazing. I love it, but um, – I think you know both of us are saying that you got to give it a try. Um, yeah, I just want to say, unless you got something else to say, Jason, you know that's it. I mean, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. And really, when you get a chance, check out Spider or Earth versus Spider, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the the only thing that I can say is uh, if you haven't subscribed uh, yet, and uh, just please hit the subscribe button down below, uh, either whether you're on uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook, whichever. Uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to uh, smash that like button and uh, hit the notification bell to uh, get any uh, notifications in the future. And uh, like I said, we're on YouTube uh Twitch, uh, DLive, Facebook, and Twitter as far as uh, streaming, and and as far as the uh, audio versions of our podcast, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, and you can find both of those uh, directly on our website, uh, easy to access to over at uh, DaikaijuNetwork.com. And once again, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. And as of this recording, we will see you in a couple weeks to conclude our coverage. Kent's favorite. (laughs) The very disappointing Ultra 7. (laughs) All right. Take it easy, guys.